Grandma's gardening with arthritis. Just never give up. About, well, it's been 10 days now, and I had surgery on an arm that I shattered a year ago to take the rod and the screws out because it was causing me pain. And so I made a list of things to do in the garden, and my brother said, why not get it done after you're planting so you can sit and enjoy everything, and I thought that was a good goal. So that's that's what I, uh, I did. Um, so aside from watering and sitting on the deck and deadheading a little bit, I haven't done much except lay around. But before the surgery, I made like 12 jars of blueberry jelly because we never buy it. We, I always make it every year. And got that all put away and cut out little circle fabric for the jar, even if it's just for me, so it's pretty. And um, so I had that task done. And I planted the beans probably four times but the rabbits have just, no matter what, uh, they've gotten them. So where I put the metal fencing that was vertical, and then I put the mesh behind it uh, so they couldn't get through, they ate through that. So now, possibly not this season, but early in the spring, I will put metal mesh inside my big garden and the the other one and I go in there and this rabbit is just getting bigger and bigger every time I see him and I have a great recipe from Williamsburg for rabbit stew which is delicious with wine and carrots and shallots and but I I can't kill anything so that's it so the uh, gladiolas are starting to bloom in the back and the ones in the urns are are going to be opening next week um, and the hollyhocks are still blooming uh, the dahlias are starting to bloom the hibiscus has buds on it and uh, my herbs I've been using like crazy so I have uh, basil and what I do is make some no yolks and just let it cook like a pancake and put a couple basil leaves in it. I've never done that before and fold it over uh, with some turkey bacon and it's delicious between toast. And what I'm gonna give you is two recipes that I have used over and over again and they're spectacular. One is a Cajun bay of shrimp and I don't usually like Cajun anything, but this is, uh, believe me, delicious. I use two and a half pounds of shrimp without the heads. I like to find tiger shrimp. They're sort of a gray black looking shrimp, but you don't want to use small shrimp. They would just get too rubbery. And a cup of butter and a fourth a cup of olive oil, three garlic cloves uh, from the garden, two tablespoons black pepper, two teaspoons paprika, one teaspoon fresh basil from the garden. I actually add more. One teaspoon fresh parsley, 
one teaspoon red chili peppers dried from the garden, one teaspoon Worcestershire sauce. So you wash the, the frozen bag. What I do is I take it out and I put it in a colander and I run cold water on it until they thaw out. It happens very quickly. And since we don't use newspaper as much anymore, I used to dry it in thick layers of newspaper because it's clean. Uh, so now I have to use paper towels or kitchen towels uh, to dry them because you want them well dried. Then I mix the lemon juice, the olive oil, the garlic, the paprika, the black pepper, the chili pepper flakes, and the Worcestershire sauce thoroughly. And I add it to the shrimp mixture and cover it and refrigerate it. They always say for one hour, but, but to me, do it in the morning and let it sit all day in the refrigerator and turn it a few times. And then just before grilling or broiling, you melt the butter and add the parsley and the basil. Again, I add more basil. It's just tasty. And keep the butter mixture warm and then grill the shrimp until they're opaque, like they will turn pink and you will absolutely know that they're done. And remove it from the grill and place it on a warm platter and then drizzle the butter mixture over the shrimp and serve immediately. And I decorate it with more basil on the, on the platter. I have made this over and over again and it is absolutely delicious and, and, and simple. And <laughs> my grandson that's 21, he, he ate one whole order of this that, that I made uh, because he was uh, putting a grill together for me. So that was his surprise because he loves it and he can really eat. So uh, it's, it is a crowd pleaser. Uh, the other thing that I make, it's, um, it's these vegetarian uh, wraps. And um, you take uh, half a cup of cilantro, which you'll have in the garden, half a cup of scallions, which you'll have in the garden, 10 basil leaves um, sliced or minced. They say mint leaves, I don't like it, so I leave it out. I like the mint for my tea. A half cup of purple or regular carrots grated. You just buy one package in the store. Three quarters cup cabbage, thinly sliced. I have that in the garden. Half cup cucumber peeled and thinly sliced. Uh, I have that in the garden, but they're not mature yet. Um, and my grandma always said, with the seeds, take them out. They're really hard on your stomach. So I cut it into sections and take those seeds out with a spoon. A half a red or yellow pepper sliced. Now, that is the recipe. Sometimes you're not going to have all those ingredients. You can still do it. You know, carrots, scallions, um, uh, the basil. And then the, the sauce that you'll keep in a mason jar is the juice of one lemon, one lime, and two tangerines. And one teaspoon minced fresh ginger, which I don't grow. One fourth teaspoon minced raw garlic. 
one tablespoon red wine vinegar, three-quarter cup reduced sodium soy, and then you have put that aside and you um, toss all the rest of your stuff up, up at, at the beginning, the veggies, in a, a bowl. And then take one avocado, slightly soft where it's not totally hard. Um, and they're usually darker when they're good. And one package of spring roll wrappers, which are in the Chinese food section, um, the specialty, and they come in a clear package and they just look like circles of, of cellophane. Um, uh, so you take the, um, the sheets of rice paper, which is the spring roll paper, and you dip it in warm water for 15 seconds and you'll see it just becomes very, very workable. And then you set that on your board that you'll be working on and um, add all of your veggies, you know, uh, in the center of one. And then you put some avocado uh, on on top, like two little slices. Don't overfill them. Roll it and fold the edges in. And like for for a dinner, three to four of those is like really filling. And then you dip it in the sauce. Now the majority of this is coming right out of my garden. And how can you how can you beat that? You just simply can't. So. Um, so the the beans, what I think I'm going to do next year with the beans uh, is get a, like a galvanized aluminum tub and I'm going to put a trellis in it and I'm going to grow the beans on the deck. Um, and uh, if I get that wire around the one gardening area, I'll, I'll do it in there. But I try to rotate um, the areas that I do. Um, uh, another thing is it's so important like to unconsciously be deadheading everything. My pansies are still growing. I deadhead, deadhead. The geraniums I went out like at five this morning and I, I deadheaded took, and took off any brown crumbly uh, pieces. And um, you can keep your plants going that way. I actually didn't fertilize. When I do, I use um, miracle Grow, And I probably, well, I won't be able to carry, you know, the watering can. It's too heavy using one hand. And it was kind of hard cutting with one hand this morning. Uh, the, the deadheading that I was doing. Some I cut, some I, I, uh, I pinch. And um, the tomatoes are, are doing great. Nothing is ripe yet. And the cherry tomatoes are in where that rabbit is just enjoying it to death. But um, you just, you got to plug in there and every year it changes. Uh, 
you know, what's going on or what pest is bothering you. So many times I'll have uh, things that eat my my beans and I, I, the only chemical that I use is at seven or seven and that's as a last resort. And um, I did do it once or twice and that really takes care of it. So um, the other thing is the uh, hummingbird feeder uh, that I got from my husband and I put on the uh, our living room window. He's very much enjoying and uh, the hummingbirds just come like crazy uh, to it. And the one that is comes the most and on the box it has a list of several different kinds of hummingbirds but this one has a red line around its neck and then a thicker line below the red line and it just bobs its head in and out and it goes from early morning to like uh, eight o'clock at night and then from the Audubon Society I got the um, the um, the run house for my husband and you have to face it a certain direction. I'm terrible on that. But anyways, they're, they've been nesting in there and, and they're, they're so tiny and they have such a beautiful uh, sound to them. I, I just, I, it's just, it's lovely. Um, with all the rain we've been having, my bird feeder keeps going all the way on its side almost to the, the ground because I have one of those with the two hooks and uh, we fixed it yesterday and I can't do that yet um, my daughter and grandson uh, filled them for me and uh, the thing is down so I will get some wire and stakes and try to stake it um, because there's a lot of weight in the feeders I have. It, it holds a lot. We've been going through 50 pounds uh, every two weeks, which is a lot. And um, but the birds love it. One of my friends gets a sunflower seed that's already shucked. So I've never done that. I have to. I have to look uh, into that. Um, uh, the other things that you got to keep up on is, um, you know, your deck and staining and stuff like that, which still has to be done this year. And the front porch and front door need painting. And just make your list and go along as you you can, and do what you can with the arthritis uh, without harming yourself but keep using your body it's it's absolutely absolutely uh, vital um, oh the Shasta daisies uh, started blooming you know like two weeks ago so they've been really pretty and um, uh, now it's just when the tomatoes come in I'll, I'll can them and I'll make salsa and uh, as that happens, I'll, I'll share with you how, how I do that. And I've actually frozen it just as an experiment in sandwich bags or plastic container. And you 
cannot tell the difference. I don't know why it doesn't taste terrible, but it just, it, it doesn't. Um, so that's a handy thing. You know, somebody, the kids come over, some you take a bag out and, and defrost it in the mic, and that works great. And of course, the mint for the tea for your tummy, I think that's, that's super good. And um, the f flowers on the deck, um, they're beautiful. And I, the broccoli in the garden, the rabbits ate, but I've got a real deep planter um, on, the, uh, on the deck. And that broccoli is forming a really big head now. Well, there's two of them. And once you cut that head, you get side shoots until fall that you can add into dishes. And I thought I was getting red bell peppers, but I got those little pepperoncinos, which I didn't know how they would taste because I've always had them in a, mi a mixture of vinegar or something in a, in a, a restaurant. And I diced that up and it's got a nice little taste. And then I wound up uh, getting other red peppers that I thought were red peppers, but they're curved and they're green first and then they go red. And I thought, oh gosh, is that jalapeno? But it wasn't. So yesterday I picked the zucchini. I have to like grab it out when it's just like a few inches because the rabbit seems to love that too. And so I just uh, sliced that up last night and pulled out a red onion. Um, you know, I'm gonna let those go to fall mainly, but to see how big they'll get. And I sliced that up and then I took some basil and, uh, and some um, oyster sauce, which doesn't taste like oyster at all. And so I sauteed the boneless, skinless chicken breast in peanut oil along with those veggies from the garden and I have the chicken breast pounded uh, before I get them so they're very uh, thin and um, my husband said where'd you get that recipe so I mean right out of the garden minutes to make when it's that thin healthy for you for the most part and uh, for me I don't have rice with it I, I, I don't I don't need the starch, but um, that turned out nice. So, I mean, you just go out and what's blooming, you you cook something with it. So um, that's the part that I love, using all your vegetables where you know it's 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 clean and um, uh, clean and you know no no chemicals. For the, for the most part. Well, I haven't used any this year. Oh, the only one I use is that Sieven, and that's a last resort, or it's usually with the beans. So um, I think all the water was good for the flowers, but not for the vegetables because some of the little zucchinis coming up like went to mush because it just it was, was too much. And um, the hydrangea bush, of course, that has bloomed. And you can go out and cut pieces of that and hang it upside down and dry it and uh, then put it in a vase or make a wreath for over the window 
uh, with that. And I also have bittersweet that you usually need a male and female plant, but I had got, you know, like five years ago, this bittersweet at a place called their growing place, and it was one plant because they had um, made it into one plant. And so this year, it's um, it's growing profusely. So bittersweet, uh, just a little package of it uh, is is so expensive. I mean, and you put that in a vase and it looks uh, very pretty. So that's what I have for you today. And don't give up. Keep gardening, keep moving. I'm doing a walk one arm now and if, if I can, you can. So have happy gardening, put your sunscreen on and have a wonderful time outside listening to the birds and being in your special place. Bye-bye.